This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. Hello, hola, bienvenidos, buongiorno, welcome one and all to a brand spanking new episode of the Low Life Podcast. I'm your flaming hot and spicy, seasonally depressed, white wine drinking, edible eating, hot mess of a host, Lorenzo Van Rumpf, and I am so happy to be here with you today. There is no place I'd rather be than here with my lowlifers. This is my safe place. This is where I can go to just wave my freak flag and let it all hang out. I'm so grateful to have this podcast. If you're new to this podcast, hello. Hi, puta. How you doing? Welcome to this little shit show. You pick the perfect time to join the Hot Mess Express. We have the best guest. Love, love, love today's guest. I'm very excited for today's episode. But before we get into today's special episode, let's talk about mental health. Nobody asked, but mental health-wise, I'm looking at a solid 7.5 out of 10 this week. Yeah, 7.5, which is pretty good. It's like a C plus, 75%. It's not a great week. It's a good week. That's where I'm at. I'm feeling good. I'm happy. I'm healthy. Uh, I'm definitely taking inventory of what throws me off during the week because my goal is I want to have like an 8, 9, or 10 type of week. This is a 7 week. And what happened this week to throw me off a little bit? I know exactly what happened this week. Um, I was eating like shit. That's the first thing. Yeah, definitely wasn't on my A game when it came to food. You know when you're just so busy, like I'm eating in the car, like scarfing down a Chipotle bowl in my car, like that sort of a week? Like I'm thankful to be busy. Not going to complain for a second about having work because Lord knows I didn't work for well over a year and a half with no clients, no red carpets, nothing was going on. Everything was shut down for the pandemic. So I'm, again, very grateful to have work and I don't want to complain, but I did eat like shit and I didn't have time for myself this week. I didn't get to work out like I normally want to with my trainer. And, you know, I just had to sacrifice some of the things I love for myself because I was, I was a busy bitch. Yeah. This week, even right now recording this podcast, if you guys could see me right now, I'm literally in my car. (laughs) I'm in my car with my podcast equipment recording this right now. I have the headphones. I got the mic set up, my podcast equipment, and I have to do it in my car because I'm on my way to another fitting. And this is the only sweet spot of time that I have to record this. But anyway, it's a great problem to have, but it made for a 7.5 week. I'm going to ride this eating like shit wave though through the weekend. Yeah, I'm going to have a good time and just get back on the horse on Monday. Yeah, that's what I'll do. So if you're having a little bit of a shitty kitty week, that's okay. Next week's a fresh start, you know, even tomorrow. It's a brand new day. You could start over tomorrow. (laughs) That's what I always tell myself. It's not that big of a deal if I'm feeling a bit off this week. I wanted to talk about the Will Smith Oscar situation, but I feel like that's old news now. Everybody's talking about it. I mean, I'll just say this much. Will Smith shouldn't have done that. That was really shitty of him. Didn't love that. Made me uncomfortable to watch it. I will say that the producers of the Oscars are probably high-fiving each other, popping champagne, because nobody was giving a shit about watching the Oscars anymore. There was a handful of people, but for the most part, myself included, all people really want to watch when it comes to the Oscars are the red carpet. What are people wearing? And also, they want to know like highlights, like who won Best Picture, Best Actor, was there a good speech, that sort of thing. But yeah, actually sitting through a two-hour ceremony and watching that, 
no thanks. There's just too many good shows out right now. I think that after this pandemic, we're all in a place of like just not giving a f- as much. <laughs> you know? Like when it comes to award shows, I'm speaking specifically to award shows. Like I love actors, actresses, you know, musicians. Hell, I dress them for a living. And I don't want to talk shit about events because, well, I dress them for events. That's part of my job. Um, And I still love getting them ready for events. But I don't necessarily have to love the award show they're going to or get excited to watch it. Hell, I think even most of my clients I dress for these events aren't excited about it themselves. You know, it's like gives them anxiety to go to these sort of things. But, you know, the red carpet's fun. Get your picture taken. That's cool. But outside of that, Hard pass. I don't get too excited to watch award shows like I once did for a couple reasons. One, I stopped caring as much. Two, there's just incredible content out there, whether it be a Netflix show, Hulu, HBO, hell, even TikTok. I'd rather watch YouTube videos or some funny TikToks rather than sitting down and powering through a long televised show filled with commercials. No, thanks. I'll just watch the highlights. Now, in regards to what happened, you know, with Will Smith and Chris Rock, everybody knows, everybody's seen the clip. You know, it's terrible. Shouldn't have happened. Will Smith, do better. You shouldn't have done that. I love Will Smith. I'm a fan. Not a huge fan. I'm like a Men in Black hitch, couple movies here and there. Um, I'm not like a devout Will Smith fan, but uh, but I was bummed to see him behave in that way because he could have done so many other things rather than just going up and bitch slapping someone. I'll tell you this much. If I was Chris Rock, if that was me getting bitch slapped on national television, I would sue him for like $200 million. I would take down the Smith, Pinkett Smith empire. Yeah, sure would. Because I look at it like, oh my God, like Chris Rock, his kids had to watch him being humiliated, you know, and slapped across the face. He he handled it with class. You know, he tried to pull himself together. He was stumbling a little bit on his words, obviously, you know, rightfully so. But what a tough thing for his family to watch, you know, that's, that sucks. And I know it was a tasteless joke. That's an argument a lot of people are making, you know, oh, well, Chris Rock, you know, made a very tasteless joke. So he deserved it. No, no one deserves to be hit across the face. No one deserves violence. You know, use your words. Will Smith's a smart guy. He just wrote a book. Did he write it? Ghostwriter? I don't know. But regardless, his book out. Use your words, Will. If it would have been much better, and I think a better point would have been made if he would have gone up on stage later on when he won his Best Actor Award at whatever point, gone on stage and used what Chris Rock has said as a teachable moment of what not to do uh, and talk about bullying, you know, and, and bring up how words can be hurtful. And his speech would have been more impactful if he had taken the platform and used it in that way instead of, you know, cursing Chris Rock out and slapping him across the face. There's a better way to handle it. Again, the joke was not tasteful because Jada Pinkett Smith has alopecia. I don't necessarily know if Chris Rock knew that, you know, so it's a sensitive topic. It's not even funny to make fun of Jada Pinkett Smith for buzzing her head for a medical condition that she's very vulnerable and open about. But the joke was made and Will Smith reacted in the way he did. But it was shitty. Not my favorite moment at all to watch in an award show. Um, And I was bummed. I was like, damn, Will Smith. Oh, I hate this for you. There's a lot of opinions about Will Smith bitch slapping Chris Rock. Some people defend him. Some people are defending Chris, whatever. 
you'd say they are unpopular opinions about Chris Rock and Will Smith right now, which is a great segue into today's episode. I was trying to figure out a way to, to just segue it into unpopular opinions, which is today's very special episode. It's a What Would You Do Unpopular Opinions Part 2 episode with Queen Haley Fitzgerald. God, I love her so much. Haley Fitzgerald is sunshine in human form. She is such a breath of fresh air. She's one of my dearest friends. She lives all of two minutes away from me in LA. If you didn't get a chance to listen to last week's episode, I'm so curious what you guys think of it. It will definitely put a smile on your face and it will get you thinking, what would you do in some really f***ed up weird scenarios? <laughs> and today we are continuing the conversation. We're talking about Toddler tantrums in restaurants. Should kids be allowed in restaurants? We also talk about taking your shoes off when you go into someone's home. Some people require it. Most people, I don't know if most people do it actually. Yeah, we had a listener write in and talk about taking your shoes off when you go into someone's home. I would love your thoughts on that. We definitely have our opinions when it comes to taking your shoes off when you go into someone's home. We also talk about plastic surgery. How much is too much when it comes to plastic surgery? Is there a too much point? <laughs> I'm sure a lot of you would think there is a too much point. And of course, when it comes to plastic surgery, we had to talk about Madonna, which was part of the unpopular opinions. And we end this episode with a really cool ghost story from Haley. Had no idea that Haley has encountered multiple ghosts in her lifetime. Yeah, that one was a little spooky, but I love it. I love a good ghost story. So that's at the end of this podcast. This episode is sure to put a smile on your face, make you feel good. Haley is a breath of fresh air. She is insightful. She's hilarious. She is so down to earth. God, I just, I just love her. And I'm so glad that she is on the podcast for part two this week. So without further ado, let's jump into a What Would You Do? Unpopular Opinions episode with Haley Fitzgerald. Hit it. All right, we're back here at the Low Life Podcast for part two of the conversation Woo! with Haley. <laughs> <laughs> so let's just jump into it. We got a lot to unpack here, Haley. Uh, some unpopular opinions and also some what would you do situations. All right. Some of you might agree with them. Some of you might not. Probably not. <laughs> Haley thinks that you're going to hate. Yep. Her. You're no. all going to hate me <laughs> no. and I feel it. You're not at all. These are great <laughs> opinions that Haley has. She's oh, sharing them with God. the world. Yeah, so let's dive into it, shall we? Splish we splash. Splish splash. Hit it. <laughs> Why would you say something so controversial yet so brave? Here we go, Haley. Mm -hmm. You're at a local Target. I love Target. Same. I can see this. Yeah. You go buy a few things. You're on your way to your car mm -hmm. and you're almost to your car. And okay. right outside your cart, you just roll over something and it sticks to the wheel. And you go, what is that? It's a white envelope and it's filled with a thousand dollars. I'm keeping it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm keeping it. There she is. It's mine. It was you're the universe it. giving it to me. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> A thousand, no, we'll do, let's do $5,000 Oh, cash. I'm keeping it even more. Really? Yeah. What else am I supposed to do? What? Is there like a name and address on No, the it's a white plain envelope with $5,000 cash in it. Then yeah, absolutely. What the, why wouldn't you? I wouldn't. Why? 
What? I Why? know. The one who's bearing bodies over here. <laughs> and I'm, <laughs> yeah. What? Now my moral compass comes what? out. Why? Like, Sorry. Yeah. I don't live that life. Okay, hold on. You need to explain. The reason why is not because of the moral thing. No, it's because in my, this is where I think, Haley, honestly, my brain goes to, if it was the 90s and that happened, I'd do it. I'd take it and go and have a great meal and freaking, you know, buy some great shit for myself and family too. Great. But in today's world, mm-hmm. There are probably one of three things happening. Either the first thing is it's going to be caught on camera somewhere. Somewhere in that parking lot is a camera. We live in a day and age where there's cameras. Is it illegal? Is it illegal if a white envelope full of cash goes onto my tire and I take it? It's not illegal. It's not illegal. (laughs) But. If the person were to check the cameras and they were to see and it's in front of your car and the license plate. And who's this person giving five G's with cash to maybe, an envelope? Maybe that person just got a money order and it's like to pay the rent or something. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> you automatically go, it's a drug deal. But who knows what it is? I don't, but I just think that the cameras, so option A, it's going to be caught on camera. They're going to go into Target. Where's my $5,000? Can you please check your parking lot cameras? And then they show me getting in my car and looking at the cash all happy like it's Christmas and driving off, getting ready to go spend money at Nordstrom. Yes, Nordstrom. I love that. That's your first pick. I like like the way it smells. (laughs) (laughs) Or option B is some assholes are doing a YouTube social experiment Mm. and I'm caught on camera (laughs) being the person (laughs) That took the money uh, and I go viral for being that person that took $5,000. And it was like $5,000. That was like a homeless man's or something. You know what I mean? Oh like, my God. Yeah. It was going to be given to a homeless man and I took it and I'm like, oh, great. My life's over. Yeah. But you got the good karma. You know what I mean? <laughs> what I have the good karma? No, honestly, now that I've been thinking about it for a second. I just care about the ramifications of punishment or like that sort of thing. Right. And I'm also very much a person where it's like, oh, in the moment, let's go. And so I'd probably take the five G's and then give me an hour, maybe probably 30 minutes. And I'd be like, okay, so I think I need to find like, who's, who's does this belong to? Like, I don't know. And yeah. then I'd start thinking and I'd probably just go back to the parking lot and set it down on the ground. No. That's probably how I would I fix wouldn't the do situation. That. What I would do is I would leave my, my card at, at, the security area of Target and say, I found some money. If someone comes back asking for it, please have them contact this number. You are they have such 48 a lovely hours soul. Oh my God. Or I kill con- or their I, kid. Yes. And I take the money and run. <laughs> no, I'd give it, you know, a couple of days. And I'd say, if they do, because if someone came back and they went in and said, let me check the cameras and said, oh, someone left a number saying if there was money. That's what I do to cover my ass. And also in no, case they smart. do come back for the money, I'll have it after three business days, 48 to 72 hours. Boom, I'm spending it. That's smart. But at least I give them a chance. Oh, what stressful. if you found like a $100 bill? Oh, I'd take that. Yeah. yeah I'd take 100 okay, bucks. Yeah, see. Yeah, I'd say anything under 500 bucks is like, it's a wash. It's mine now. It's mine yeah. now. It's mine. <laughs> it's true. When I think of 5Gs, I was just like, wee. 5Gs But is, then now that I think about number. 5Gs, I'm like, ooh, it's okay. That's money. Yeah, and that's, it's meant for rent, something. car payment. That's like some serious. You could oh make my it God, me. you just made me feel like an asshole within five minutes. This oh, is great. Just saying, you know. Good job. Okay. <laughs> what about at Target? You're at the checkout area. Not self-checkout okay. where you can easily steal if you want. 
Okay. We've all been there. I used to steal when I was a kid. A hundred percent. But the normal checkout area, I'll tell you this much. I shared this on a podcast before, but I had wanted to splurge and get myself two really nice pillows. They were each forty-five dollars mm. a piece. Oh my God. Fifty about with tax. Are you rich? Okay. Okay. Hundred dollars worth of pillows, two of them stuffed underneath the cart, the loading area, because the top of it was filled with Lacroix and little chips, some takis, candles, everything I love. Sounds accurate, yeah. So I go to checkout, and this girl, we're talking. How you doing? How's the pandemic treating you? Mm. She's like, rough. Mm -hmm. Scan, 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 scan. Doesn't scan my pillows. Mm. I was with the queen, my mama, and. I notice it. My mom is talking away too, and we're always talking to people. And uh, and then we leave, and my mom, as we're leaving, she goes, oh my God, Mijo, the pillows. They didn't charge us for the pillows. I said, you shut. You better shut the Shut your mouth. <laughs> shut your Mexican mouth, queen. Callate. Callate. We got to go. And she's like, no, we got it. And I said, keep on rolling. <laughs> And I was like, Queen, I swear, like, I'll never talk to you again <laughs> if you don't let me steal these pillows. <laughs> and so I got the pillows for free. I've never slept better. Yeah. <laughs> it felt better sleeping on free pillows. And mm. I don't know. I, I've never get one over on the system. I was like, mm. wow. It felt like a win. Yeah. I felt, I've never felt more alive. Okay. <laughs> I love that for I've you. I've been stealing ever since. <laughs> no, can you imagine? I just keep stealing stuff. No, but it was like, I got one over. They didn't scan them and I was like whoa I don't know I felt really yeah. rebellious and yeah. like kind of scared too because I was like these are on this is on camera yeah but I I used to steal a lot when I was a kid I'm not gonna lie like I feel like a piece of shit now and I feel like the car but that's not an intentional steal no, no yours, you as a kid I'm saying yours is a-okay mine's not <laughs> are you the type that would go back in and say now you, now that I'm older I accidentally stole a chapstick and I went back in because I felt bad. And you paid for the chapstick? Yes. Because I think because I, f I messed up so much as a kid. Mm, you're atoning Catholic guilt. I, I am Irish Catholic, baby. Not there anymore, but <laughs> that past trauma, I okay. I get it. But I think because I stole so much as a kid, I like, I just felt so guilty for so long. So now I'm just like, nope, I can't. I don't want anything to do with that. Cause I would like steal, <laughs> what? Like, like I would steal, steal. What do you mean? How old were you? Uh, when you like say kid, 16, 17, okay. 16, oh, bordering 15. on adult. <laughs> right. Lay off. When you're like seven, I'm like, oh, you were cute. Come on. Hershey okay, bars. But also like family trauma going on. I was like 15, 16, You never 17. got busted for stealing as a oh, teenager? So close. Um, what it was three of us. Oh my God, this is so bad. What happened? <laughs> so just so y'all know, I feel so bad about what I did, but I was just- We're not judging you here. I'm judging myself. I was in a terrible mindset back then and You're I just 15, wanted to feel alive. Finding yourself. Yeah. So my, it was three of us like going on our little steel spree. Um, three of your best little criminal friends. It was uh, one girl who I grew up with. I love her. And then another girl who's just a, just a- Bitch, I don't yeah. even care if she hears this. Like, she was horrible, horrible person. Horrible. Okay. Um, and we were at Claire's, and that was like our third stop. Love Claire's. So I was at Claire's, and they apparently called the cops or whatever, and we were walking out, and the cops got a hold of our one friend who is the bitch, the worst friend, the worst one, and they 
legit like cuffed her and my other friend and I ran off. <laughs> you did. We, we just. With the loot? Oh yeah. We still had everything and we felt bad. So we like stuffed everything underneath like a couch cushion to one of the mall things. And after that day, I didn't steal ever again. How many stores had you hit before that happened? That day? Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, Haley, this, that day? No, I was, I was, I was a hot You're mess. a little klepto. Oh, I was a piece of shit. I really no, was. No, don't be so hard on yourself. Well, you were going through some tough I was. times. Yeah, yeah, tough times, but. You're rebelling. I don't know. It was, I, I very much regret. I have a lot of guilt from that, but. Um, yeah, we used to like go to stores and put on, we used to wear like sweatpants and sweatshirts and put jeans and then jeans on top and then a t-shirt and a long sleeve. Was that because and, you wanted cute stuff and you, you couldn't get no, it? No, I hate shopping. I hate shopping. I don't like clothes that much. I think it was because I was- Were you I selling was, it? No. It was literally just me being so unhappy in life and in family life that I just needed to feel something. Mm. <laughs> Yeah. As depressing as that sounds, it really much, that's all it was. I just needed to feel something, whether it was me feeling like a good person or me feeling like a bad person. I just needed to feel something. Wow. Which is really messed up. But After that moment happened when your evil friend got busted by mm -hmm. the popo. Popo. And then you never stole again. Never. Not even a chapstick. Not even a chapstick. I can't even. Wow. I can't do it. I never went through a klepto phase and probably that's why I enjoyed stealing pillows yeah at absolutely <laughs> <laughs> so you'd be the person to be like no low we're going back oh yeah I would be like I don't care what you say we're going back right now fair enough <laughs> fair enough okay I know who not to go to target with. <laughs> if you're listening to this what would you do mm. would you walk out with those pillows or would you go back in and say ring me up Charge me a hundred bucks, Target corporate. Okay, but also, okay, but also, taking from corporate, I don't feel as bad. So, no, I wouldn't. You know if that I mean? happened at a small business, no, absolutely not. You wouldn't do that. No. You wouldn't do that. No. Yeah. Also, wouldn't have like a shopping cart, probably wouldn't be buying pillows. <laughs> it's a different vibe. A little boutique, yeah, right. you know, Bed Bath and Beyond, Target. Yeah. I get it. Get one over on the man. And also you didn't have a klepto phase, so. I didn't. Yeah. Makes sense. You know what though? Queen, a little Catholic guilt, but I remember, I remember vividly, I went to a restaurant and my mom, I I was there with my mom and dad and I was, uh, had crayons for the table mm -hmm. and I was using the crayons on the booth mm -hmm. to like draw a portrait Aww. on the leather of the booth. Oh, okay. And so I remember. <laughs> choice. That happened, and my mom said, oh, mijo, what are you doing? And she was so serious. Like, she looked like her best friend just died, I said, and, like, such betrayal. And I said, oh, she was, oh, I'm so sad. You know, mommy and daddy have a business, and you know how hard we work, and we don't sleep, and we're trying oh. to do something so special so that you could have a good life. I said, yeah. And she goes, this is someone else's business, like mommy and daddy's business. And you're wow. and you're destroying it. You know how hard they work. It. I was like, I'm so sorry. Oh my god! <laughs> meltdown. She's. You got to be careful. This is someone's business. You can't do that. You can't mistreat someone's business. You know. Would you wow. want someone to go and, and draw all over our stuff? You know how hard. And I. I was with my parents, so they worked really hard in their business early yeah. on. They didn't have money and stuff. And so I got it then, and I was like, Oh my god. Um, and the same thing happened. You know. 
as I got older and two would like, because I wanted to steal some shit too. Mm-hmm. And they're like, you're going to be stealing from your mommy and daddy. Right. And I'm like, right. And now I'm like, yeah, can't wait I'm done. to steal from them if they're corporate. I'm done. But yeah, yeah, so I got a little lesson like that from my mom, a little Catholic guilt. But also that was the most beautiful way to explain that. Like she nailed that. Yeah, that was pretty good. That's no, that's amazing. (laughs) I would not have gotten that. (laughs) Okay. I would have not gotten the sweet talk. (laughs) It would have been a whole different scenario. So you've just been beating (laughs) beating in the booth. Just yanking the ear to the bathroom. Yeah. Was your mom a public, like, I'm going to hit you in public or No. So okay. She did the like, if we were in public, it was the Ear yanking, where it like the ear yanking. How could that? Oh, people are gonna see that though. But it's like nonchalant, right? Like I'm by her side. She's like ear. Oh. Or she'd grab the back of my neck like super, super hard. It was like that kind of. (laughs) I remember my mom did the the under the table. My mom had French acrylic nails. Ooh, the under the pinch. Mm -hmm. I had the pinch too. Yeah. Oh, but see, my mom would barely touch my knee. Right. Scream. <laughs> Abuse. Police. I'm done. She did it like Abuse. three times in my entire life. And I was like, I've been through a lot. Right. A lot of trauma. Haley's like, you don't no. know shit. <laughs> I do. No, but that's, that's, you know, I actually asked my mom however long ago. I was like, what would you do? Because I saw a kid crying, like screaming, like, uh, like, un, it wasn't needed, you know? And I was like, what would you do if I was doing that as a kid? And she just, she looked at me and she goes, she goes, you wouldn't. And I was like, ah, okay. Oh, scary. Mama Putin. (laughs) Mama Putin. (laughs) You would never. You would never. Damn. Fair enough. But it's true. Does the craziness of everyday life leave you stressed and shedding? Since having kids, have you started seeing a little bit more of your scalp? Has menopause impacted your hormones and your hairline? When it comes to thinning hair, there are many root causes at play, and Nutrafol addresses them through a multi-targeted whole-body approach. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist-recommended hair growth supplement with over 1 million people seeing thicker, stronger, faster-growing hair with less shedding. I'm excited to have Nutrafol as a sponsor because I use it. I love it. I'm a big fan of this company. I've noticed a big difference in my skin, nails, hair. Even my sleep has improved since I started taking this. Now I have the queen taking it too, and it has been a game changer for her hair. Take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code LOWLIFE. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and stylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com, promo code LOWLIFE. That's Nutrafol.com, promo code LOWLIFE. I'm all about leveling up with my lowlifers this year. As a fashion stylist, the first place I want to start, of course, is leveling up your closet. But I don't want you to break the bank. You don't got to spend a lot of money, honey. Design on a dime, boo. You can still elevate your closet on a budget. We want you to save some money here. So I'm happy to have Quince as a sponsor. They are here for us. They're going to take good care of us. At Quince, I get high-end, versatile pieces at affordable prices. All Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Oh, they're amazing. I bought these beautiful silk pillowcases for my bed. I got a cute jacket, a cozy cashmere cardigan, and navy blue joggers. 
I'm obsessed with. These are staple pieces for my closet that will not go out of style. And I was able to save some money. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. Indulge in affordable luxury. Go to quince.com slash lowlife for free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash lowlife to get free shipping and 365-day returns. Quince.com slash lowlife. I love me a good edible moment. I talk about it all the time on this show. And so I was so excited that Via became a sponsor of the Low Life Podcast. Oh, this is a dream partnership because I love their edibles. They're so delicious. And they're coming on right in time for Valentine's Day. Via has developed a unique blend of pleasure-enhancing cannabinoids, libido-strengthening herbs, and a low dose of THC all into one mind-blowing gummy called High Love. We're talking about pairing aphrodisiac herbs with a mild amount of THC. Their best-selling High Love gummy will awaken your senses, increases the blood flow, and intensifies any sexual experience, even if it's a solo experience. It's going to be amazing with this gummy. The strawberry-flavored one is my favorite. They're vegan. Organic ingredients are used. They have zero THC products as well. So if you're not down for THC, that's okay, boo. Their CBD line is amazing too, which is really great for sleep, focus, and energy. Their products range from 2 milligrams to 50 milligrams of THC, so there's definitely something for everybody. My favorite part about this sponsor is that they ship to all 50 states legally with discreet packaging directly to your door. It makes it so easy breezy for you. No medical card required. Let the gummies work their magic. Head to ViaHemp.com and use the code LOWLIFE to receive 15% off plus one free sample of their Sleepy Dreams gummies. 21 and over. That's V-I-I-A-H-E-M-P.com and use code LOWLIFE at checkout. Take your passion and pleasure to a whole new level with high love from ViaHemp. This is actually an unpopular opinion that was sent in from DeLorean in Orlando, Florida. And he wrote in and said, unpopular opinion, my wife and I are trying to have a nice date night without the kids. We got a sitter. We went to a restaurant that we love and we were there having a night out together, enjoying each other's company. And a kid at the table next to us kept screaming, crying, making so much noise, running around his table. This might be an unpopular opinion especially coming from a fellow parent. But my unpopular opinion is that children shouldn't be allowed at certain restaurants. As a parent, I take no offense to this. Or at least have children at restaurants during certain times, the nicer ones. I agree. I do. You agree? I do. With DeLorean in Florida. DeLorean in Florida. I... I think there's certain restaurants, like that's why some weddings are like, don't bring your kids. <laughs> yeah. I've been to so many weddings where it's like, don't bring your kids. Like you just want to enjoy a night where you're not hearing a kid screaming because let's face it, parents nowadays, I'm sorry, this generation of parents, a lot of them suck. Like they don't know how to raise their kids properly. These kids are getting away with everything. Yeah. Like there is no discipline in the kids nowadays, a lot of majority from what I've seen. So like, if you don't know how to control your kid, nope, that like, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. Your kid should not be screaming in public. They shouldn't. If you're raising your kid, right. It happens. I mean, I never did as a kid, but that was also fear tactics. So (laughs) your mom was terrifying. A little different. 
I do think if a restaurant said that, these are the, you know, toddler hours. Like yeah. when you want to bring your kid, they could scream, whatever. These are the hours when it's good to do that. But then after this amount of time, then it's date night or mm-hmm. whatever. Then it's, I think that would be, I'd be fine with that with a restaurant. Right. I think so. I take no offense to that. No, I wouldn't take any offense to that. Just, I mean, yeah, it is what it is. The only time I'm okay with babies crying the only time, if it's done in a restaurant, like I had my little baby Lola, I had my prosthetic teed on, and I'm at this was another chain restaurant I love, good old PF Chang's. Oh, classic! And I'm trying to feed. I had my prosthetic teat. I'm feeding Lola. She's suckling at the oh, table. What? Oh yeah, out in the open. <laughs> We're going there. I oh bought it God. on Amazon. She I loves love it. it. And I had this baby. You know, I was watching her for a while. And so anyway, I'm there with uh, a couple friends, and so I have the teat out feeding Lola. She's just crying. And like, I don't know, she she was she usually doesn't cry like that. And she's all of 12 months. Oh, well, yeah, that's But she was, uh, she didn't have a, but you know, she's a good baby. She's like a little loaf of bread with a smile. Mm-hmm. There's no problems happening with her. And yeah. she only cries if she has to take a shit, a little pee, or she's hungry. Kind of same, yeah. Same. Yeah. And so I had all my bases covered. Clean diaper, fresh teat, delicious milk. Let's do this, Lola. And she wasn't having it. And I'm like, dang. Well, I got like little toys and stuff for Binky and I'm trying to figure it out. And she's just, again, not vibing with P.F. Chang. She wanted out. She was crying. I wrapped her up. We got to go. And we exited out the door, stage left. Little Lola's crying. She's a baby. Other people are trying to enjoy their meal. Let's go. And that's it. I literally left and was like, check, left my credit card at the hostess area and then left yeah. you know it was good paid and i was out that's also really different like if we're talking about newborn versus like toddler and stuff if newborns are crying i that's totally understandable but they I don't think even you know their still, emotions like excuse yourself absolutely i agree as a parent yeah i mean me as a te- like a temporary yeah. filling in parent no yeah I excused myself. So people could still enjoy their dinner. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And I think that was really nice that you did that. I'm also trying to cover my tracks because I feel like an asshole for what I said earlier. Oh, but but it is like, if it's a newborn type thing, you obviously can't like, babe, help that. So when you're flying on a plane, that's the other time. People get so pissed at babies crying on a plane. And they I get it. They can't help it though. Uh, like... And in my head, I'm like, there's no way this parent wanted to travel. No, right. Imagine. Who the hell yeah. is like, I want this newborn on this flight. Yeah. After giving birth and a mom, like, that's the last thing she probably wants to do is fly. Yeah. So that being said, if the baby's crying with the cabin pressure and like, I get like, it's, it's uncomfortable for yeah. these little babies. Like, it's not fun, but it's not fun. It's, it's a little worm in this world. Like, it's just figuring out. Yeah, that I don't get mad about. So I don't get, I'm like, ugh, put in my like noise canceling headphones and just try and ride it out. Plus I don't expect it to be a freaking movie theater, silence is golden in a plane. (laughs) Right. You know, I kind of know what I'm about to get. It's just a mixed bag of tricks. You're going to have someone with a nasty tuna salad sandwich. Oh God. Opening that up, ready to feast in a nice (laughs) hot cabin like a sicko. Did I tell you about the couple that was on my flight to Spain? No. Oh my God. Oh no, what happened? I was on my way to Spain and there Oh, this is recent. Oh yeah. And there was this couple behind me. They had a newborn who wouldn't stop crying. So like, obviously I was Ugh. hearing everything. Yeah, it's rough. Oh my God. They were, they were having a therapy session what? in front of everyone and they were not whispering at all. With each he, other? Yeah. 
And so they had a newborn and then they had probably a three-year-old or something around that age. And they were fighting and fighting loud. Like I'm not laughing because it's funny. It's really really messed up. I just laugh at morbid stuff. But this couple was just going at it. Oh yeah. He literally, I'm going to be swearing because that's what it was. He's like, just cradling this newborn and be like, stop crying. It's okay. Your bitch ass of a mother is going to get you a new bottle. And then he was like, you know, I hate you. And she's like, well, I hate you too. And he's like, well then just let me have the house like this and this and that. And she was like, I talked to your mother. And he was like, cute, this and this and that. It was the nuttiest thing. Would you ever have like a public fight like that? Uh, 21 year old Lowe had public fights, but now 32 year old over a decade later, absolutely not. I keep it (laughs) private. It's all wonderful life in the, you know, the public arena. Wow. Uh, And then we'll get toxic in the sack. Oh, behind closed doors. I'm pissed. Mm. I'm losing it. Now I I've toned down on my temper. Do you have a temper? I used to. Yeah. I mellowed out. Now I don't at all. Like nothing bothers me really. Well, stuff does bother me. Yeah, but not to the point where I would blow up. Okay, it takes you know a lot I, for me yeah. to blow up these days. Same trauma. <laughs> yeah, trauma. Yeah, I'm. That's like, what makes me. <laughs> yeah, I'm smooth sailing now. Yeah, yeah. To get under my skin, it's a lot to get me there. And now I don't even think I would be with a partner who could get me to that point. No. I would have pulled out way exactly. beforehand. Exactly. Okay. Next, unpopular opinion. Mm. Here we go. Okay. Oh, this is an interesting one. All right. All right. <clears throat> The next unpopular opinion comes from Alyssa. She writes, hi, my name is Alyssa and I love listening to the Low Life Podcast. I live in the UK. Oh, so sweet. Hello from the UK. Hello, governor. Hello, governor. <laughs> <laughs> she probably, I'm sorry, She's like, Alyssa. I hate you now. <laughs> uh, you're from Birmingham, like Elliot. Here we go. My friend made me take my shoes off when I went into her house for a game night. Hmm. It's not part of her culture. She's just a clean freak, (laughs) which I totally understand because same, but at the same time, I was self-conscious when she asked me that because I definitely was in dire need of a pedicure. (laughs) I didn't have socks on. (laughs) My feet weren't ready. Also, my feet were on her cold hardwood floors, which wasn't very comfortable. And then it didn't help that her dog kept coming up to me during the game night and sniffing my feet. (laughs) I was so uncomfortable. My question is, should I ask to keep my shoes on or is that so rude? Also, Lo, do you make people take their shoes off when they come into your home? My shoes aren't on. (laughs) But you can keep, you can have muddy boots on in this house. I'm not like that. Mm. Uh, But again, if that's your thing, take the shoes off. It's like a preference. If you want to do it, it. if you don't, that's fine. I'm more just for the guests, whatever's comfortable for you, to be honest. Some people don't want to take their shoes off. You're a very giving person. But like, I I just, that's fine. And I've actually, similar to Alyssa, been in a situation where I had to take my shoes off and I was like, definitely could have used a pedicure. Right. And definitely. Why weren't you wearing socks? (laughs) (laughs) Why were you wearing socks? Okay, so it was one of those times. Not one of those times. It sucks. And it was like a slip-on van. Jesus. (laughs) Everyone should be wearing socks with closed-toed shoes. But I had no-show socks, and they kept coming down. And they were just like, I was like stepping on them. And it was like a long day of shopping. 
And I was like, you know what? These socks are like hurting my feet. So I I'm also just gonna- hate a long day of shopping. <laughs> Shop, yeah. And not like, I mean, I wasn't at like Gucci, no, Louis, I Chanel. I was like, Target, just funny. Home Goods, TJ Maxx, you know. It's a vibe. Wetzel pretzels. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. A good wetzel pretzel. Mm-hmm. Salt or no salt in the no original? No salt. I love that you said no salt. Mm-hmm. Same. No salt. It's a little strong. <gasps> wow. Mustard? Little dip for the mustard? A little dip with the mustard. Yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I'm loving you more and more. So they had me take my shoes off and I'm like, this isn't going to be fun. Okay. <laughs> it's going to smell a bit pungent. Mm, yummy. Ugh, sick. I was, so I actually said, you know what? I don't want to take my shoes off. I'm going to have to go. Did you really? And I left. And the friend was like, are you serious? And I was like, it's either me or the shoes. And they're like. That's so intense. Oh, we, we don't, we have a no shoe thing in our house. I'm like, oh, all good. I just, I, I got to get home anyway. I haven't seen them. It's been 10 years now. That's <laughs> no, so I, dramatic and I love it. No, but it. I ended up telling him, I was like, listen, like I had to take my socks off. It's like a whole thing. Like I wasn't about to have smelly feet up in your house. Like that's so awkward for me. Um, and I hate that I had no socks on with my slip on vans. Yeah, that's a weird choice on your end. <laughs> well, yeah, and I, but I was like, my socks kept sliding down these no shows and I hate it. So she was like, it's all, no. Oh my God. I'm glad you explained it. We thought you had like a foot thing. <laughs> <laughs> I love that that's what you left them off with. <laughs> yeah. Just thinking that Lo has a weird foot thing. No, I... Are you a no shoes in the home policy? I don't give a shit. You can wear shoes all up in this bitch. Like, it doesn't bother okay. me at all. I think, not that I'm trying to make it a stereotype, but I have a crap ton of Asian friends. And that was the first no, time where I... Thing. Yeah. That was the first Same. time where they're like, oh, like, it was very disrespectful. Yep for me to wear shoes in the house, which was very new to me. I live in the Midwest. Like that's, we just go Yahoo and stomp wherever we want to stomp. Mm -hmm. So that was like a learning lesson for me. But yeah, at my place, I'm like, you can wear shoes. You don't, you can not, I don't care. Like I'm going to clean my place afterwards anyways. So yeah. And I I mean, I have like a lighter rug, but I got the rug knowing that like, it's probably going to get stained. I could shampoo yeah. it or not. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I just, again, it, it's a preference thing. If it's a cultural thing for you, you know, and you're listening to this and that's uh, some people, that's a very big deal. No, I think it's beautiful. So fair I think, enough. I almost think it is sometimes way more homey too. If they're like, take your shoes off because you feel more at home. I kind of like that vibe. And I, I always tell someone, if you'd like, you take your shoes off, get comfortable. Yeah. Exactly. Or keep them on if you like. Like, I don't think either or is bad or good. I just think it's preferences and I respect all preferences. So So to answer your question, Alyssa, uh, do you think she's asking, oh, should I I keep my shoes on or is it rude to ask? I think it's, I think it is rude to ask. I think it is rude to ask to keep your shoes on. Yes. If someone says, if someone says, can you take your shoes off? It's their home, their rules. Yeah, exactly. It's not your space. Don't go back to that. Exactly. Space. Just like what Lo did. Just leave and, and then say they you thought got a foot that fungus. he had a weird foot. <laughs> yeah. Got athlete's foot. <laughs> That's great. Sorry, guys. It's contagious. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. You're right. You can say that. That's a good one. Oh, my God. I got athlete's foot. Say, say you got athlete's foot. That's good. I will say if you are someone who likes people to take their shoes off when you come to their home, mm-hmm. I have one friend in particular, Jesse J, actually. Mm-hmm. And she did this and I really love it. She said, Oh, if you you can keep your shoes on or off, but if you do take them off, I have slippers for you. And she has these dispo- What? That's nice. And I I've seen a few people do it now where they have you could buy them on Amazon. They're cheap. 
And she just has like a big thing of disposable little white slippers. I like that. So if you want, just throw those on. I'm like, oh, cute. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. So then it's like your feet don't get cold. And I think it's because she has, you know, wood floors and stuff. But like, anyway. Well, I think it is interesting though, because when you're, when you're expecting people to take their shoes off, you are expecting them to have socks on. It's just kind of like. What if someone's (laughs) wearing heels? Right. It's true. Like this, Alyssa had probably shed some then, flats or heels. But that's why I'm saying I like the slipper idea. I like that if your rule is no shoes in your house, having something to kind of balance out that yeah. that difference. I think that's really socks. sweet. Yeah, a bag of socks. A bag of fresh little Hanes socks. Wait, I love that. I love fresh socks. Same. No, I have like an OCD about it. Yeah. Nothing better than a fresh pair of socks. Fresh pair of tubed white tube socks. Oh, I'm it's the hard. weirdest thing. No, I'm I get hard it. too. I yeah. love a fr- yeah. Tube yeah, my socks. penis is huge right now. Perfect. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. Okay, so hopefully that helps you, Alyssa. So <laughs> ask your friend to get some little slippies, or gift them to her, or yeah. just um, take your shoes off next time you get a pedicure. Yeah, it's just yeah. rules. It's just the rules of the house. You know, it's just the thing. My rule is you have to be naked when you walk. Oh in my wow, butt ass naked. <laughs> Okay, next unpopular opinion. Mm. Oh, this is an interesting one. Oh, Ooh. this comes from Mandy. Mandy. Mm. Love the name Mandy. Uh, and I don't know where Mandy's from, but she writes, Madonna has had too much plastic surgery. Unpopular <laughs> opinion. She looks crazy now. She does. I'm sorry. She does. Well, uh-huh. uh, that's the thing. She doesn't even look like herself. The thing is... I think this runs deeper, like the whole plastic surgery thing. Absolutely. I do think that Madonna, I mean, of course she's had a lot of plastic surgery. She's open about it. She talks about stuff that she's had done. I think that Madonna specifically is, well, one, she's a creative genius. Madonna. Yeah, she is. Creatively. If you think about this, Haley, I don't, I mean, and I know people have talked about how difficult she is to work with. Madonna's a lot. Oh, I've heard stories about Madonna. She's intense to work with. You know, she throw people out of rehearsals. She's, you know, it's a lot, but it's Madonna. And here's the thing. We have been talking about Madonna for every year, yeah. every decade for the last, I don't know, four decades, yeah. like 40 years of Madonna killing it. In this industry, yeah, talking about her, she's, she's, went, she's went from wearing freaking like a virgin. She went, she did a little gothic moment. You're frozen. Then she was a little salsa hacienda, little cultural appropriation moment. Then she went to Ray of Light, Gypsy. Then she did a little music makes the people come together, cowboy hat, like pimp style. La Isla Bonita. Oh, she was like a prayer dancing on Black Jesus. She's done a lot of shit in her day. Okay. Oh, remember when she went through her memoirs of a geisha phase? Oh, God. Cult- How has Madonna not been canceled for she, cultural appropriation? She should have been canceled so many different times. times. Different so times. Different times. So many times. Back then it was innovative, fresh. It was. And it still is to an extent, although I don't think she can get away with half um, the shit she did back then now. Yep. But Madonna has reinvented herself, her image, and we've all been talking about her Seriously, 
for every decade of her career. True. And she's had a hit pretty much every decade of yeah. her career. Oh, remember she was Disco Queen Barbie? Remember she was Disco Roller Skates Yoga Madonna? She's had like 15 different versions of herself. So in my brain, this is just another version of herself, Mandy. This is just Madonna. We're we're talking about her on the Low Life Podcast. We're talking about Madonna, who's like 87. She's not. She's younger. How old is Madonna? How? Siri. She's like Cher, (laughs) like ageless, frozen in time. She was born in 1958. She's 63 years old. And she looks like that right now. That's scary. That's unnatural. Uh, again, I feel like it's, I get it. I get what you're saying. It is unnatural, but it's Madonna. I'm like, if Madonna wants to freaking get all this plastic surgery, again, it's like part of her artistry, part of her image, rebranding. She's that's. I look at that like Madonna just rebranded herself as something else in 2022. Yeah. yeah. Again, it's part of her shtick. Yeah. If you see a woman in Newport Beach that looks like that, you're like, oh, that's a lot. But also. I'm like, she's just trying to be like Madonna. And why not? If you don't want to age, there's two ways to age. Clearly, Clearly. Kaylee has some opinions. (laughs) Kaylee has strong opinions on this. You could, you know, as I say, age gracefully. Yeah. Age naturally. I don't want to say gracefully because I think Madonna is aging gracefully as well. Unpopular opinion. Okay. I think she is in her own way. That's her own way. Aging gracefully, not naturally. Correct. Yes. Yeah. Not naturally. Yeah. No. So you could age naturally or unnaturally. Uh-huh. I'll probably end up like a Madonna. I'm You're going to look, look like a plastic I'm literally going to be like stick. half cat by the time I'm, I'm in my 60s. I have so much work done. Joan Rivers, Madonna which, hybrid. Which I love. Like I don't disrespect. Like I don't. If that's how you want to do whatever, like I'll probably end up getting Botox in my forehead wrinkles at one point. Cause I don't want forehead wrinkles, you know, okay. but like changing your face to an extent and like fillers, I don't know. And that might be contradicting of myself. Like, Oh, I'll, I'll get Botox on my forehead. Well, Botox but not is fillers. paralyzing a muscle. Right. Fillers, uh, you are kind of augmenting in a way, changing like you're you making are. your lips bigger. Or you can change. You could do rhinoplasty with fillers. You know, yeah. these days there's a bunch of really innovative, cool procedures. Right, but I don't want to get Botox. That's the thing. Is like I don't want to get Botox, but the fact that I'm in the entertainment field and everyone is, and everyone is aging like a 14 year old at this point, I don't like it. Like I just find it sad, in my opinion. And I mm-hmm. respect anyone who does anything. I know so many people with plastic surgery and like fake this, fake that. Like I still respect them. There's yeah, nothing course. wrong with it. Whatever makes you happy. Exactly. And I'm a firm believer of that. It's not my life. It's yours. You can do whatever you want. But it does suck for me, especially being in an entertainment field where like now I have to be on the same page as all these right. women not aging. You when, feel pressure to yeah, do it. Yeah, when I wanted to age like a natural woman, I did. But natural women aging is not sexy. And it's- In a, entertainment It's industry. a double standard. No, in general. I mean, oh, in, like in, in general, men aging becoming silver foxes is so a hot. Clooney. Ooh, zaddy's daddy's right. And he is f-ing hot. But you never hear about women aging and being hot. Diane They're Keaton. just old. 
Who who calls Diane Keaton hot? I just did. I I find. Did you see her in Something's Got to Give? She was like hitting on Keanu Reeves, or he was hitting on her. Listen, she's so hot, and she's also my style icon. Like I love her so gracefully. She is and naturally, and it's beautiful. But again, she's not the one being talked about. Like it's all these people getting plastic surgery that are the ones being talked about. I just think it's right. It's just sad to me. It's sad that men typically. Typically, the men get to age with the naturalness and it's hot and women don't get to do that in this day of age. And it's, it's upsetting to me. I will say this much, men getting Botox and work done and hair transplants and facelifts. Totally normal. Becoming such a thing. Yeah. Guys are lying about their age and wanting to drink the fountain of youth. (laughs) They're just a little late to the game, a little late to the pool. Jump right. in the waters, men. Right. I think they're getting more comfortable. Like even Jason and I were just talking about my buddy Jason. He's like, I'm getting Botox and whatever. I mean, I've been getting Botox since I was 20 years old. Yeah. <sighs> but <laughs> <laughs> but I, I love that. I, I, I'm, I'll probably get it too, you know? Listen, if they say, you know, wrinkles on your face, they tell a story, mm. which is beautiful. And someone told me that in a, I did this. You said, I don't want my stories out there. <laughs> my story's going <laughs> to remain untold. <laughs> My story will be an unsolved mystery now, won't it? <laughs> America's most wanted. No one will know that story. I was on a panel and someone said that and that was my response. Mm. And it was like for like the beauty industry. And I was like, I love Botox. No. <laughs> no, but I, I think there's something great about embracing what age you are and owning it and loving it. In regards to Madonna, it's so specific and she's just like, She's Such, changing her face. She's augmenting her face uh, dramatically. Like it's unrecognizable like in it. a way. But again, she's this artistic figure that's been around and doing her artistry, her music. Her, she's creative. If you, yeah. I've gone into the, into the depths of Madonna's music and, and she writes and she plays instruments and she's just so, Madonna's incredible. So anyway, yeah. uh, it's a bummer that Madonna, I think she might feel some sort of pressure to keep up. Which also, Which I'm sucks. I'm still younger, right? I'm 28 and I still look like I'm 19. So my opinion will absolutely change once I start really showing signs of aging, you know? Like it's a little unfair for me to be saying these things when I haven't experienced that. Sure. That's how I feel, you know? Yeah. That's yeah. another thing. But I look at Madonna and I'm like, mm, I don't know. It's It's too much. It's too much. I don't you think Madonna, this is where I'm at though, because I think Madonna is so far ahead of everything. She is, Haley. No, she's, I think that Madonna's she's stealing almost from cultures. That's kind of, well, that's how she's been ahead of times. Well, is she's because of that. appropriating cultures since the beginning of her career. But that's, <laughs> which is not a good thing. However, Madonna, Madonna, the artistry behind it, the intention behind it is what I look at. And she genuinely, Madonna submerged herself into all of these cultures, which now would be very controversial. Still is, you know, but what she's doing. But but back then, again, it wasn't. It was innovative. It was cool. It was like, whoa. I learned what a geisha was through Madonna. I'm just saying, you know what You know what, I mean? what? That's actually what I was thinking, though, is as much as it was like and appropriation, it was also important. Because she was the only person bringing these cultures to life, like in putting them into <laughs> white people's mindsets, kind of thing. Like yeah. she really showed a she bunch. She was of things. all about like awareness, sexual yeah. sexual freedom, yeah. embracing different races. Yeah, no matter who you are, like 
Gaga before Gaga. Just saying. And I love Lady Gaga. Do you not love Lady Gaga? No, I like... Unpopular opinion. Haley Fitzgerald's not a little monster. My faces are supposed to be my faces behind the microphone, okay? (laughs) (laughs) I I, I used to Lady Gaga and she gave... uh, No, I, I like Lady Gaga. I do. I do. What the hell? I do. It's just intense. Like, it's fine. She's very intense. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Listen, I respect everyone. I really do. I'm not saying you don't respect people. (laughs) Then leave me alone. Leave me alone. (laughs) It's just my opinion. I think she's- Yeah. I think she's great. I, I, I think she's a lot. And I think that's special. And I think it's important. And like, those kind of people are important. Don't- Look at me like that. I'll kill you. I'm just trying to figure you out because there's so much there to unpack. And I'm like, what happened with you and Gaga? No, nothing happened. Gaga never paid me She's amazing. And also like, first off, all of her dancers love her. And that's all I care about. When I hear that dancers love their artists that they're working for, that's when I'm like, I don't even, I don't even care. Yeah. You're awesome. She's good. I love you. She's a good person. And that's all I care about. Yeah. No, I know she's a lot. I think I have a soft spot for Gaga only because I like that she gives credit where credit's due with her designs. Absolutely. With her artistry. So like she's important. like with the gay, she's like, the gays made me. And they did. They did. She yeah. pulled from gay culture, from, you know, Vogue balls and, you know, drag parties. And she pulled so much from the LGBTQIA, all the alphabet people. She's pulled from them little alphabets. She's been doing it since day one. And they've embraced her and they're like, you're our queen. And she's like, yes, and you've made me who I am. Thank yes. you. So she's a big advocate for gay rights and, and just human experience in general. She She's really uh, open-minded to No, that. she's amazing. So I do love that part of she's her. She's amazing. I'm not I'm not saying anything else. It's just like, I, I'm also not really into pop music either. So oh, that's fair. just a preference. More of a... Florence and the Machine vibe. Yeah, I'm more of like depression. Yeah, depression, <laughs> depression depeche music. mode. No, the Smiths, I think Morrissey, she's oh my Fleetwood god, Mac. so good. You know me. Yeah. Wow. It's good stuff. I, I love, love that you. too. I like going to that place too. No, it's fine, and I I really do respect her. I think she's an amazing human being. I just I'm. It's just not my cup of tea, which is totally oh, her fine. music. Yeah. Oh, got it. Yeah. What? <laughs> Leave me alone. You never like her fame album wasn't a big thing for you. Which one was that? Oh my god. Oh my god, I'm sorry. Am I getting sued? No. Okay. Not at all. <laughs> no, or like her main album that was like so popular. Disco stick, poker face. Oh my god, I love that album. Just dance. I was in high school. I, f- I loved it. Like 2007-ish? Yes. And then she wore a meat dress and I was like, oh, this is Different. intense. You know, <laughs> like it just took a turn. And I love that. I took a turn in my life. We all have taken yeah. turns. I cut all my hair off one time and dyed my hair with coffee. Like I... <laughs> Holy shit. Is that a thing? You can dye your hair with coffee? Yeah. Like coffee grounds? Yeah. <laughs> Oh my God. Like, I love Lady Gaga. I would love to meet her. I would honestly love to be BFFs with her because she sounds amazing. Dance for her. It's great. It's just, 
Leave me alone. <laughs> Fair enough. Is your New Year's resolution to find time-saving solutions so you can spend less time doing things like grocery shopping and more time with your little one? As a busy parent, I'm always looking for products and brands that will make my life easier. What is one change that's easy to make that will make your life easier in 2024? Little Spoon. Little Spoon delivers fresh, healthy meals and snacks that your kiddo will love for every eating stage. Little Spoon is a one-stop shop for healthy, easy mealtime and snack time for your baby, toddler, and big kid delivered right to your door. Their goal is to make keeping your kid healthy feel like the easiest part of your day so that you can cut through all the drama of mealtime. Time-saving and convenient without compromise. Little Spoon delivers baby blends, biteables, plates, smoothies, snacks, and lunchers. Kids love it, and you will too. It's all so fresh, so delicious, and made with the cleanest, high-quality ingredients. Did I mention it all comes right to my door? So flexible, so easy, and everything stores right in the fridge and freezer. I pick the menu and change it up what I order every time. The price is right, the quality is unmatched. I love it, my kids love it, the grandparents love it, and I know all you lowlifers will love it too. A huge win-win-win for my family, and it can also be for yours. Simplify your kiddo's mealtime with 30% off your first order. Go to littlespoon.com slash lowlife and enter our code lowlife at checkout to get 30% off your first Little Spoon order. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at caskers.com. Have you ever seen a ghost? Yeah. Yeah, I have. Wow. Have I not told you about my haunting stories? No. Can I tell you really quickly? Absolutely. Okay. So You've seen a ghost? Yeah, absolutely. Huh. I've seen, heard, like I'm very, very in with the energetic field of that, which I hate. And I've actually blocked it off for the past couple of years because I get too uncomfortable, what? which also makes me lose my attachment to like universe and faith because it's the same thing. And that's a whole different topic. But so the first time I got haunted was when I was a kid, I woke up, I saw a woman in my chair, whatever. Cool. How old were you? I think I was probably 13, 12 or 12 or 13. Oh, so you could definitely remember that. Yeah. Um, and then we moved to this house that, <laughs> whatever. So everyone was gone. I didn't really have neighbors around, but I heard music playing, but we didn't have neighbors and it was really weird. Right. What kind of music was playing? It was old, it was old music. I don't mean to be corny, but like- Like it, 1920s yeah, music? Yeah. And then I heard a really loud bang and my dog started barking downstairs. I was like, oh my God. And I was home by myself. No one was around. I was home by myself. Went downstairs and all the drawers and cabinets were pulled out about three inches from each other. And it's also cabinets that you can't balance from closed to open. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like they have no track. Yeah. So it was really weird and it was very scary. My friend came over to help me pack because this was before I moved out to LA. 
We were laying in bed, just like chilling because we were so tired from packing and stuff. And all of a sudden we heard like a voice talking. It was just something like some, 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 something, something Sundays, like da, da, da. And she goes, what did you say? And I said, no, I thought you said something. And she was like, no, it, it was just really creepy. It was really weird. Also something levitated from my wall. What? And <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, Haley. So that. That was the first time that I witnessed that. Something levitated a picture? I, it was, <laughs> I used to be a ballet dancer, right? Yeah. So I had my point shoes on a wall and they literally levitated from the wall. It was the, yeah, it was like- Terrifying. Not, yeah, no, like not normal, you know? Wow. So then that was the first time. I've had a couple other ones, not very important. There was this one where I was with my ex-boyfriend in a hotel that was apparently haunted. And I just felt like I'm a very, I feel energy very harshly, <laughs> like it's, it's intense. And I felt this just like really dark, icky feeling. I just felt that. And then he was in the bathroom, I was in the bedroom part and the closet door swung open so hard that it chipped something in the wall. And we were like, why'd you do that? Why'd you do that? Wasn't us, great. And then at night I looked up, I was the only one awake. You know those styrofoam coolers? Yeah, the so, white ones? Yeah, so the top was levitating. And I, I can't explain this to a T, but it was literally levitating. Like just hovering up by itself. And also I was hearing voices at the time and it was just very, very scary. So anyways, a week passed and I just felt this dark, dark energy. Like I was hearing a lot of voices. I was seeing things. I was seeing like this man show up around and it got to the point where I was like, I had dark circles underneath my eyes. You I just like, sleeping. I wasn't sleeping. I was scared. I was so scared. The and then one day we were sitting and my keys on the counter flew across the room. Like it, it it wasn't even like a swoop. It was, they flew across the room. And I was researching this throughout the week. So I heard that you're supposed to tell them to leave you alone. So I was like, leave me the hell alone. Like, I hate you. You're ruining my life. Blah, 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 blah. And then all of a sudden, just a weight completely lift, lifted off me. They left you alone. Yeah. Wow. Haley, I'm thankful to have you in my life. We I'm so you. grateful to have you as a friend. I love you too. And I'm so glad that I could have these conversations with you. And I have these, there's something selfishly that I love about it because I, I get to have this forever. These conversations yeah. just saved. Aww. And I'm like, oh, I love that because there are times when I get to go back and listen to them and laugh. And I'm like, oh, that's such a great moment that I have that I'll never forget this. Yeah. But even more so because it's now, you know, on a podcast. Um, but I'm glad the listeners get to enjoy a little Haley too. And if you want more Haley Fitzgerald, um, there's a lot more to share. You can find her on social media. I'm going to link her YouTube, and Instagram, and everything possible for you to get in touch with her in the description of this episode. Um, but yeah, Haley, if you could share, where can we find you, Queen? I love where you so much. I love yeah, you. I love um, Instagram is Haley Fitzgerald, H A L E Y Fitzgerald, Irish spelling. You can look it up. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know why. Irish. Irish <laughs> um, And then basically everything's just Haley Fitzgerald. That's H -A -L -E -Y. perfect. Yeah. That's perfect. All right. Well, Haley, we'll have you come back for more. 
Uh, because you are a favorite here. And so we'll dive into more topics, more unpopular opinions. Oh, God. And I mean, I just, I could talk to you about anything and everything in life. So I, I want to continue to do that. Anyway, thanks for coming on. We're calling it a day, but I hope you guys have a beautiful weekend ahead. Haley, do you have a recommendation for them for the weekend? Have good sex. Oh, Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> have, some good, have some good sex. Have some good sex. Yeah. Just pour yourself some wine. Have some good sex and uh, and uh, have a good time this weekend. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Low Life Podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. All right. I just got to take a moment. Got to take a beat and just say thank you. Gracias from the bottom of my spicy little heart to each and every single listener. My low lifers. I am so grateful for you. I will never take you for granted as a listener because I wouldn't have the show without you. You're the reason why I have this podcast and I'm loving doing it. I want to continue to put out these shows, but the reason why I can do these shows, I can do this podcast is because of you, the listeners. So thank you for the feedback. Thank you for the love. Thank you for sharing this podcast with your loved ones. That's the way to get the word out on this podcast and and keep this little shit show afloat. You know, there are millions of podcasts out there. Hundreds of thousands of podcasts are launching every single day into this world, especially right now. It's like a hot time for people to drop a podcast into the world. So that being said, the fact that you're choosing to be here at the Low Life Podcast, I'm just forever grateful. And yeah, I want to say thank you. Thank you for taking the time to rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast because that's the best way to help a podcast, especially an up-and-coming little shit show. <laughs> Our little podcast, the best way to help is through leaving a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, giving it five stars if that's where you listen. Um, but if you have a chance to go on to Apple Podcasts, it helps tremendously. I've, I've learned now, you know, I'm 75 episodes deep, um, but I've learned that if you leave a review on Apple Podcasts, it helps with the analytics, it helps with the algorithm, it helps keep this podcast getting sponsors, it helps to recommend the podcast to other people. It makes a big difference. So, you taking the time to do that. I am so grateful, really, though. And I want to show my gratitude with my love language, which is gifts. Yeah, that's right, Buddha. The low-life gifting suite is still open until I declare bankruptcy. I'll be keeping that. <laughs> I'll be keeping that closet open. I have gift cards, gifts from our sponsors, hyaluronic serums, um, shit you didn't know you need on Amazon that I'm obsessed with that I just bought. And I'm buying all this stuff and I'm putting together these little gift boxes and I'm sending them out to my low-life listeners. So if you want a chance to win something, just leave your Instagram handle in the review section on Apple Podcast with your review. And when it comes to a review, it could be anything you want it to be. You could throw a little unicorn my way, a tamale or two, a couple little dick emojis, anything and everything is welcomed, or you can actually write a message. But I read each and every single review and it really helps this podcast. So Thank you. And I want to shout out some listeners who have taken the time to actually write a review on Apple Podcasts. All right, here we go. Let me shout out some low lifers. All right, first review comes from at Jess621. At Jess621 writes, drink your water, five stars. Lo, I'm glad you have your own podcast. I'm obsessed with a little chili pepper. I even drink more water now, but it was a little too late. What? <laughs> I just had two surgeries to remove a kidney stone, which I got from, yep, not drinking enough water. Putas, listen to low and drink your water. And she put a little stone emoji, a little rock. Oh, <laughs> she wrote, I love you. Love your pod with a heart. 
Oh my God, Jess, I am so sorry that you had to go through that. I've heard that kidney stones are so freaking painful. My God. Yeah. Passing a kidney stone is brutal. Shit. Sorry you went through that. I'm glad you're drinking your water though now, (laughs) but just to get to that point, damn brutal. And Jess brings up a great point. Yeah. If you don't want to get kidney stones, um, definitely guzzle down some agua. The more water you're having, the better um, for your body. But yeah, kidney stones aren't fun. Oh, I'm so glad that you're doing okay right now. You're drinking your water and you're feeling good. God bless you, Jess, you beautiful queen. No more kidney stones for you. All right, next review is coming in hot from Renee C. from Cleveland. Renee C. from good old Cleveland, Ohio writes, you take me from a four to an eight. Aw, five stars. Lo, I love your podcast. Every time I hear your voice, it's an instant pick-me-up. Your episodes are always relatable in some way and so entertaining. Keep being you with a purple heart. Renee, I am so glad that I was able to give you a little boost up in your mental health score from a four to an eight. That's a big jump. So I'm, I love it. I'm so glad that you're feeling good. The fact that you find this podcast so relatable and entertaining means everything to me, Renee. It really does because I never wanted this podcast to be reliant on guests. That was my worst nightmare. It's like, oh my God, if I don't have celebrities, you know, big names on this podcast, then people won't want to listen to it. I know there are certain podcasts that rely very, very heavily on their guests. And I just didn't want to be put in that position because I want longevity with this podcast. And, you know, I won't necessarily have big celebrities. I'll have some celebrities. We'll have a few peppered in there. But this podcast, you know, even though it won't be big names every time, the one thing I I promise you as a listener that you will always get is a takeaway from every single episode. I never want you to feel like your time is wasted. So even if you don't know the guest or even if you aren't into the title or whatever, like I still want you to be able to listen to this podcast and get something from it, whether it be a laugh, a new perspective, a smile for the day, some insight, a new fact about something, something. You gotta get something from it. Otherwise I feel like I'm failing you. So I I just don't wanna waste anyone's time and, and I just wanna always have a takeaway. So the fact that you you find this podcast entertaining and relatable means a hell of a lot to me. Mission accomplished. Thank you, Renee. All right, we have time for one more review, and this one is coming from Hannah E12. Hannah E12 writes, The best podcast. When Lowe rates his mental health high on his weekly scale, I genuinely am so happy that he's doing well and thriving. This podcast has allowed me to prioritize my mental health and realize it's okay to not always be okay, but there's always hope for next week. Lowe truly seems like the sweetest human, and I absolutely love his sense of humor. There are some podcasts where you listen to an episode if the title sounds good or if there's a good guest, and then there's a podcast like this where you listen to every single episode because you know it's going to be good. I could go on and on, but I love you, Low, and I love your podcast. Oh, my God, Hannah, you freaking queen. Again, that just makes me so happy. Oh my God. Like I love, love this review so much because I always want you to get something from this podcast. So the fact that it doesn't matter what the title is or what the guest is like, I promise you there's something in there. There's a little trick or treat in there in the episode for you. I'm so glad that you're enjoying this podcast. And the fact that I could put a smile on your face, queen, you just put a smile on mine. So thank you for that. I appreciate you so much. I'm hoping you're part of the low life Facebook group because then I could actually get to see you guys. And I'm thinking about starting a Patreon as well. So I could do actual video podcast, like record it video wise. I don't know if you guys would be into that, but again, I'm just flirting with the idea. 
I'll be doing some research on it this weekend. Uh, But on that note, I hope you have a beautiful weekend ahead. Make yourself a delicious cocktail. Throw some tahini around the rim. Maybe have a cloth and pickle. Put some tahini on there. Do some spring cleaning. Oh, yeah, some spring cleaning would be good, too. With a cocktail, the perfect weekend. But don't forget to drink your water with us. We, we love, love you. you, and we're out. <laughs> Bye. Bye, guys. Get over there with two.